When was the last time your mind was blown by an exceptional customer experience? In this episode, Matt sets the table for an energetic discussion around delivering an exceptional customer experience, talking through his recent experience at a local auto dealership. And it led us to the question, can you take customer experience too far? That's the topic for this edition of the 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you know that... I'm huge on customer service. Yeah. And I get frustrated when you work for a company that is just beating into your head how awesome and important this is. And then you go to a different area or a different retailer or a different convenience store or whatever it is. And you go, man, like they don't do it very well at all. They suck. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. Can you go too far past above and beyond when it comes to the customer experience? Like, can it be like almost like too much above and beyond? Okay. So you started with the word customer service and then you ended in the question with customer experience. It's the same thing. I don't think it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's all tied together. I think service is part of the experience. Yeah. But okay. So, so let's, let's rewind then. Can you go too far past the overall customer experience and that umbrella that has service in it too. <laughs> All right, um, man. You know, my my gut reaction would be to say I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't was, think you can I, go too far. I have a story, and it's a it's a of going too far. Well, I just here's what happened. So, dealership that my wife had bought a vehicle with. Yeah. I, um, I took it down there. Love the dealership. They're like their customer service, their customer experience. Like they do a great job, right? So. Um, it, it's, a, it's a ways away, so I have to take it down and drop it off. And they have a shuttle service that brings me back to the store, and it, it's awesome. Never had any issues. Drop it off, get checked in. Guys are small talking. It's like, great, you know, how's everything going? Like, just w- what you want, right? Sure. I walk over to the shuttle service. There's an older, older gentleman getting ready to check in some people, and there's a, there's a mom and a daughter. And the mom says, yeah, I need you to take me to the public library so I can drop off these books so I don't get late charges. I'm, wow. I'm listening going, okay. And then I need you to take me to this school and I have to run in and sign some papers for my daughter. Is that okay? If I'm hearing this right, this is, you're listening to another customer ahead of me talking and telling, the demanding shuttle, almost. Yeah. Just asking that question. I, yeah. need, I need you to do this. Yeah. Like she wasn't like, she was being very nice. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm going, there's no way this is happening right now. Are, it, are it's you, kind like, of over the top. We're going to do like your, your, your errands today in, in a shuttle service. Wow. And then the gentleman goes, yep, sure. No problem. We'll get that figured out. And then he turns and looks at me and goes, sir, where do you need to go? I said, I need to go to Shields. Oh, wow. hey, no problem. How about we take you there first? And I'm like, like one, he nailed it. Like, because there's zero chance I'm going errands exactly. shopping with this this woman and her daughter. But I'm like, like, is this is this real life right now? Are people <laughs> really asking to go do their errands with this gentleman? And you know, the the craziest thing was like he he didn't even question it. He was like, yep, sure, we'll get we'll get we're gonna get you all figured out. Yeah. So anyway, we go outside and. As we walk out, another shuttle driver is pulling in. Who's like, "Hey, I got you taken care of. I'm going to take these ladies 
so-and-so will take you back to the store. Have a great day. Jump in with this lady. Amazing small talk. I love your store. Like, just like, it was great, right? Yeah. Drops me off. We're good to go. I had a 415 pickup to get back to the dealership to get my vehicle back to the store. Five o'clock training in my store. So I have 40, a 45 minute window. It's literally a 10 minute drive there, 10 minute drive back, and mm-hmm. then whatever mm-hmm. I need to do to process things. So I have more than enough time. Yeah. Get in the van. There's a woman in the front seat, the driver, and me now. And she's like, Hey, Matt, how are you? Obviously, remember my name, but it was on a clipboard, so it wasn't like anything crazy. Hey, if it's okay, we need to run to Costco to pick up a woman who's grocery shopping right now. Uh oh. And I went, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good, I guess. So, literally, we drive from my store to Costco, which is probably a five minute drive with lights. Yep. Not expecting this drive into like people are pulling out it's like you're stopping and like nobody's paying attention so like you drive into this pickup lane and no joke there's a lady there with a full shopping cart of groceries oh wow okay and i'm thinking holy buckets so we pull in we can't she can't figure out how to open the hatch so i just jump out because i'm going i'm going i, I like, knew that was going to be the I, part the next step like here. i i have to like, yeah I, I have to get to, from, to point a quickly i gotta jump out and help this lady so yeah. literally I'm slinging her groceries into the back of the car. Now, I wasn't just throwing them in there. Like, I'm helping her with them, like, trying to be that guy, nice guy, right. you know? And, you know, the the driver gets, oh, Matt, you're such a gentleman, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm not trying to be a gentleman. I got like, I got to get going. Yeah. So, get the groceries loaded up. The woman gets in and says, hey, thank you for helping me load my groceries, whatever. But, like, the whole back set, the whole back area is, is full in this van. Sure. Then, we start going to the dealership. And she doesn't take the interstate. And I'm like, God, that's the quickest way to get there. I mean, literally, it's 10 minutes. We're going back roads. Oh, boy. Because she makes the comment that at this time of the day, like, the interstate's just so busy. But at any time of the day, the, <laughs> the interstate's going to be busy. But literally, we're, we're going stoplight to stoplight to stoplight going there. And literally, it's 4.30 now. Like, I've been in a car for over 15 minutes with this, this, this lady. And I'm looking at going, we're by my store. Do I just tell her that... I'll have to reschedule the, the, the pickup because I got to be back at my store before five to, to lead a training meeting. But I'm like, you know what? Uh, I just, let's, I'm already here. Let's go. We, we get all the way over there. We, we pull in. I literally like jump out and it's, it was four forty five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, I got a 10 minute drive still back. I haven't even done any paperwork yet. I go and see my guy and my guy was like, Hey Matt, how are you? Everything's good to go. You need to go to the, the, the cashier. And he, he looks over and he sees there's a line. So he just jumps up and he runs over and runs behind, behind the hall or the wall and grabs my paperwork and goes, you know what? 10,000 miles. There's no charge for you guys today. It's covered under your contract, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here's your stuff. I'll pull your vehicle in. Hey, awesome. So like I could have waited in line. Yeah. And then got there and go, oh, you, you owe nothing. But he just jumped out of his seat, ran over. So like that, that's awesome. So I wait. He pulls my vehicle into the garage. I hop in it. We shake hands. We part ways. And I, I basically make it back to the store with two minutes to kill. Like I'm walking in as, you know, people are already sitting in the, in the room waiting and to get started. But I wasn't late, which was, which was good. Like I was still below, you know, all the time. But my level of anxiety oh, was I'm like knowing you, through, yeah. through the roof, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm not late to meetings. Right. Especially if it's my meeting that I'm leading, right. you know? So... I'm frustrated. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in, this is the conversation that we had in, in this, this training that we're doing. An amazing, like I was blown away. Like, holy crap, are they really going to take them grocery shopping? Are they really going to take them to the public library to return books? Are they really going to wait while this woman runs in and signs some papers for her daughter? Hmm. And the answer was yes. 
the older gentleman didn't question anything. Like, you know, like when people go, you ask a question, oh, yeah, we can't do that. Like instantly they just fire back with the, with, with the no. He didn't say no. He said yes. So somewhere along the way, someone taught him to just go above and beyond, figure it out. And he has, he has an agenda, or not, yeah, you know, a schedule of what he has all the names on the time block, mm-hmm. blocks off. So for that family, that mom and daughter, they got an amazing experience, mm-hmm. right? For that woman that we picked up her groceries and I helped load her groceries into the car, like she got an amazing experience. But were other people affected because of that one great experience? And I, I, I think it yes is the answer because she had to call someone and tell them that their his four forty five pickup is now going to be a five o'clock pickup because they're running behind. Mm-hmm. So now there's this guy and the way it sounded on the phone, he was like he was fine with it. Like I don't know, I mean I wasn't there to listen, but um, now he has something scheduled at four forty five, and they're not going to be there for five till five o'clock. So now his fifteen minute window is now gone. So now he's like his his day got just got changed, mm-hmm. all because of you know, prior things that have happened along the way. Sure. Yeah. So obviously we're having this training meeting back at my store, and we're talking about this. And I was like, I was frustrated. Like this is, but by the end of it, it was pretty awesome. Like for that company to do that to that level, I'm looking at it going, man, that's like they smashed us. Like that's that's like that Disney experience where you like everything that happens is just amazing like why would i why would i go anywhere else as long as it doesn't affect someone else's customer experience you know that that right there as long as it doesn't affect someone else's is an impossibility isn't it isn't it really like cuz you just can't anticipate those things ahead of time. Sure. The best, you know, is in listening to your story and thinking about what could be different next time or, you know, and I know that you have ideas around that too, but the only other thing that kind of came to mind, like if if we're going to go through this again would be communication. Oh, 100%. Matt, uh, we need to, like, where do you need to be today and what time? And, And you, then that gives you that opportunity to say, listen, I'm hosting training and I don't know, did that happen? Was there a conversation uh, around that? She, no, there really wasn't. There was just the, hey, we, have, we need to go do this. I hope this is okay. And yeah. like, what am I going to say? No, it's not okay. Like, you can't. So I, sure, yep, no problem. We'll figure yeah. it out. You know, um, but I think you nailed it. I mean, it's it's, it's that it's communication 100%. You know, yeah. it's, it's managing a schedule and knowing that, you know, if you're dropping someone off at the grocery store, like there's clear to find, like, here's the deal. This is, we're doing you a major service right now. I need you to be on time. I need you to make sure that if we're there at 445 or whatever that time is, yeah. you're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you know, that's, and, and that's good. That's about the only other thing that, that came to mind is just being able to, to have those conversations and, and just say, listen, is, if this is going to be an issue, we can do this. And so maybe the driver, you know, that's some coaching that, that sure. she could have in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Also, the decision to go through the back roads at that time of day, it's going to be congested there too. She, yeah, and she made the call, you know, and like, and you can't. Really I'm not going to speed the backseat driver and say, "Hey, get out, get, get out! I'll drive." You know, like no, as much not, as you want, as, as much as I want to. But like, I just sat there and I'm staring out the window, going, and I was stressed. Like, it was going to affect my day. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, maybe I could have done a better job and had an earlier pickup. You know, not not have been so close. I mean, now knowing now and looking at the future, I'm going to continue to take my vehicle there. 
I'm going to continue to use a shuttle service. I just need to be smart and go. It could be the same thing again, so I need to get a pickup at 3 o'clock just to make sure that everything's good right. so I can be back by 5 and there's no question. Here's, here's a really interesting thing. You, you open this podcast today on the question of can you overdo it? I'm super impressed with this story. So am I. The question that I want to ask of you, does it align with all of your other experiences at that dealership? As far as amazing experiences, yes. yeah, like their their service department's awesome. Their sales team is is great. I mean, we we bought multiple vehicles there, yeah, um, which says a lot. Yep. Oh yeah, especially yeah. You know how much I hate car car dealers just Everybody, in general. Yeah. But yeah, when you get that return that return customer that comes back and you know because of a great experience, you know that that's huge. So, you know, when I was all said and done, and we had an hour conversation on this, you know, on on Tuesday, and we got tons of different sides, you know, and when I was when everything was over. And the dust had settled. I wasn't mad. Mm-hmm. I was like actually very impressed. Yeah. You know about holy crap. And the, the the biggest thing that impressed me the most was the older gentleman that didn't even question it. Yep, ma'am, we're gonna get it figured out for you. Like he just said, you know what? Here's the deal. You're you're putting your vehicle in our hands. You're out you're out of a vehicle right now. So we're gonna be your vehicle today. We're gonna help you with whatever you need to do to, to get done because life just can't stop for this one because you, the vehicle's gone. What I would love to be a fly on the wall or actually be in the room when they're teaching that when, when they've hired that person was so okay we need somebody to coordinate our shuttle service mm-hmm. what are we going to look for what are the attributes of that person what are the qualities in that person what yeah. values do we want in that person and then and then they it sounds like they probably give them free reign like you say yes and figure it out yeah. you make sure everybody gets there if you do that we're happy sure it, it's kind of like the uh the customer experience question the one question at the end which is did we do a good job serving you today? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? You yeah. know, if it's no, let us know how. If it's yes, thank you. You know, yeah. Uh, that's a really impressive story. Yeah. So I, I need to talk to Troy, who sold us the vehicle, and just ask that question because he's obviously he's a sales guy and does a great job, and yeah. then he has a, this, that service team, and then they have the shuttle team, all that stuff. I, and I just want to ask that question: Is this common practice? Because you know the way it sounded, it is. You know, obviously I got to see two sides of it. The first side of you know going to the the school going to the library, the second side picking up people for groceries. So I, I saw two different people doing two different things the same day. You know, I just, at the time, I was stressed because I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to be late now to my meeting. So that was starting to get me fired up. But then as we talked through it at, at the store, you know, the challenge for my team was, can we take our above and beyond experience and make it more and give the customer more and find a way to do this? So I assume the training you led that day took a little different turn, didn't it? Oh, it, it you, turned in a bunch of different directions. Because I had, I had guys in that room that were pissed off. Like, why would they do this? Like, they're, 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 they're getting frustrated. But I'm telling them the story. Like, you can just see the fire in their eyes because they put them, themselves in that position and went, this was me. I would be freaking hot. Like, they're, they're affecting my day. But once we talked through everything, they're like, it's actually pretty cool. So we all had, we had this moment of anger and frustration based around my story. And then... Can, came into like this, this is pretty cool. Dude, I love stuff like this because had you not had that experience, had, had, had it gone so perfectly well and they just, maybe you were the only person in the vehicle and it was just simply a shuttle, we're going to get you from the dealership back to your store. And I've, I've had that multiple times. Right? But, but that day, all these other things happened to speak to you in such a way that, that kind of lit you up in a positive way. And then you went back and had an opportunity to pass it on. 
it created a dialogue around something that no one else, it, w it wasn't even on the radar. I think stuff like that is super cool. Yeah. And if you hadn't had that experience, your training would have been on something else. Sure. I'm sure it would have been good training. Yeah. But it wouldn't have had such a powerful imagery through your storytelling attached to it. When you have that, that opportunity to create that story and it's vivid, like every time, and I'm sure our listeners, as, as you were telling that story, can imagine what it was like to, to watch you carry those groceries and to mm -hmm. set them in there and just, we can all picture like, oh my gosh, like you're looking at your, your watch or your phone, what time is it? Oh, there's no way this is gonna happen, I'm starting to worry, but, so we could be there and step into it. Without that story, that training doesn't have nearly the impact that it sure. would if you're just saying, here, here's some skills that we're gonna work on or some tactics that we're gonna do better. Powerful stories and experiences really matter. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's kind of surprising when you said there was, you could see people in, in, in your, and I get it, but people in the training room. Yep. That's, that's the guy I was talking about earlier. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry, so, to, sorry to break that, but that's like a <laughs> perfect moment. Keep going. And my brain, no, I'm not sure where I was going. Uh, uh, somewhere in that story. I just derailed an amazing thought coming out of your head. I don't know if it's amazing. Well, it, they usually are. But. But, but again, just to reinforce the, the, the quality of that experience, your ability to tell the story, because you are a good storyteller. Okay. And, uh, oh, what I was going to say is I was surprised that the guys, you mentioned um, some individuals, you could see them being frustrated because they could picture themselves oh, being yeah. in that they, van. They put themselves in that, in that role. And, and the eye-opener, the light switch moment for them was like, Actually, that's really cool. Yeah. Whoa. And that's where I got to it myself. Even like me personally, cause, like I was ready to fight somebody. Like I'm not like, going like seriously. Like they're allowing this to happen right now. But once we started talking things, and then you could see the like there was like probably 10, 12 people in this in this room. The light bulb started to turn on. It's like holy. Like this is this is this is this is good. Like this was a good thing that they that they were doing. They just need to manage things differently and and communicate better and and, and do those things. So we talked. I, I turned it to. You know, then sales training, you know, you, you, you deal with one customer, you nail it. Amazing customer service. But then you can't just have now serving number two and now serving customer three. Like you're going to have three or four customers going at the same time. So does your level of customer service, this, this overall experience get worse because you're stretched thinner? Because now customer two needs more time of you. So now customer three and four are like waiting. You know, um, I, I've been working with a, a local business on creating a great experience for their employees because we're, we're mapping out their culture. So this is kind of a fun tie into this is if we do that well, the customer experience is going to come naturally. For so, sure. so that is, so we're, we're making that something that we can measure, that we can actionize and that we can teach. And those were there. I'm going to come back to one other thing that I thought was really critical in your story, which was when you got back there and you worried about the paperwork thing, that that man was observant enough and cared about you. He noticed that you were in a hurry. Figure it out. Yep. yep. And so rather than just saying, yep, well, they'll take care of you over there and you're fourth in it's line. It's not my like, job. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't take that approach at all, did he? No. He took ownership over looking at your paperwork. We're going to get you going, Mr. Fippen. We're going to bring your car in. Like, that's awesome. That's spectacular, actually. So here's the cool thing with, with that customer experience story. At one point, I thought you were going to tell me there was this big letdown. And, and in the story of the, of the longer drive and the groceries and all those things and, the, and taking the back streets, maybe, maybe it started to dip a little bit in there. But there wasn't a fail. 
And, and that's the biggest thing I think that companies that I work with, customer service, well, we have to nail it in customer service, but they forget. See, see, they don't maybe teach it in the finance team, or maybe they don't teach it in the warehouse, or they don't teach it in some other aspect of the, of the business because they're not technically, and I'm doing air quotes right now, customer facing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they play an integral role in every moment, like the people that are in the shipping area or in the warehouse. That's about timing. That's about yeah. delivery. That's about accuracy. And if there's a mistake there, somebody else is going to have to feel that. Every person, whether you're customer facing or not, plays an integral role in that customer experience. And that is absolutely huge. Now, you were seeing the, like, all of your story there was customer facing, but there was also the people that we didn't talk about, which was they got your, your, your vehicle serviced on time. Yep. They didn't have some meltdown happen and they had to call you at four o'clock and say, hey, we didn't get your vehicle done. No, yeah. everybody executed. They took care of the They communicated internally. It's all done. It's all set to go. Those are so often overlooked. And and again, I would love to know what what they're doing from a teaching standpoint inside there because they're doing a lot. It's great. Yeah, I'll I'll find out. But you know, and it's it it was it was cool to you know look outside looking in now and looking back at the whole situation. It was cool to see how it all happened. So I think the answer to my question I had for you is. Yes, you you need to go far past above and beyond because there's something even more impactful out there that you think you do a good job nailing things and then you take it to that next level and it's like, holy crap, that just happened? Like, I'll tell this story over and over again because to me, I was in the bad side of things. Like, this was, this was frustrating to me. But then you see all the good that comes out of it. If they just tweak some things like we talked about earlier... Mm-hmm. It's amazing for everybody that, that's involved with it. And if they communicate well, nobody in that van is frustrated going to get somebody else's groceries because they're looking at it going, man, if that was me and they're going to do my groceries, like help me with my groceries, why would I buy a vehicle anywhere else? So I have one question for you and then we'll close on this. On this sure. is, will you go back, first of all? And have my groceries picked up? <laughs> <laughs> Can you take those to Benton for me? <laughs> but but so, so yes, you're going to go back. But th- then the thing is, is will you call that out will will you go to them and say listen i just want to share my experience has been amazing with you guys have you done that so you let them know i i haven't but i will and you know troy who i I talk about who we bought our vehicles he called me literally a month ago and said hey just want to tell you something i was in your store i need a new pair of sunglasses what a great experience i went in you guys took care of me i was in and out in no time what an amazing staff Mm. so troy's giving me that feedback too so i i deserve to tell troy the same thing because you know, they're working for the same thing, customer service, customer experience, all that good stuff. So he deserves to hear this message. But I'm, I'm more like inquisitive to, like we talked about earlier, the training side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, how did this older gentleman truly understand that they just need to figure it out? Like, who yeah. taught him that? Because I could learn from that person who's training. Like, they're doing something. They're teaching it in a way that's like, whatever that, whatever that line is for customer experience, take it 10 steps past. And see and see where it goes. What if? What if? Yeah, like it's it's that what if. So no, I think it was an experience that at the time I was frustrated with, but now I'm like super jacked because like the <laughs> challenge it's like challenge accepted for my store. Like, what can we do now? That's going to be here's the line. Ten steps past. How do we figure that out? So it's that ongoing that ongoing learning process. Awesome stuff. Well, my name is Jim. I'm Matt. We'll see you next week. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you send us an email at 
2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 Podcast.